As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are now listening to Vigilantes Radio, presented by the only one media group. This is the people's choice for quality interviews, celebrities, and special guests. Hosted by Demetrius Dinny Reynolds. Call in to join the mix at 701-801-9813. For the complete archive of episodes, visit onlyonemediagroup.com and be sure to like us on Facebook at Vigilantes Radio. We welcome all. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, Demetrius Houdini Black Reynolds. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. What is going on? Welcome to another awesome, incredible episode of Vigilantes Radio Live right here on iHeart Radio, and I'm your host, Dini. All right, we have whole host of special guests for you guys tonight and i don't you i know you don't want to miss out on that and as a matter of fact uh go ahead and text your buddies or your family members or even share it on social media and let them know that we are about to dive deep into another interview uh but before we bring our guest on because i'm super excited i do have to say in every setback is the opportunity to pick yourself up and the energy to move to an even higher level than before. The more the bowstring is pulled back, the faster the arrow will fly. And the more you are pushed back, the more potential you can develop for moving forward. You know, when they appear, the setbacks seem devastating. And yet, even in despair, you can feel the raw energy ready and waiting to be applied in a positive direction. And true, that energy can take you down even further if you let it. 
So make the choice instead to uh, move forward with it. With every fall comes an opportunity. It is up to you to seize that opportunity and to come back even stronger than before. Success is not a function of how many times you fall, but of how fast you get back up. And when you're able to do to do that, you know, and recover quickly enough, the setbacks will actually propel you forward. So get right back on up and you'll see you've been dealt a great opportunity sometimes. All right. Take that from me, Coach Denny. That is my word and word is fun. Yo, hello and welcome to another incredible episode of Behind the Mind series where we dive into the universe of the people who create these marvelous aspirations. It feels so good to be back with you guys once again. Big ups to my folks who are indigos, crystalline, or the star seas, and for my vigilantes audience family. And of course, my hooligans, and shout out to my people who are vegetarian, pescatarian, or vegans. We are averaging over 41,000 live listeners and we've been at this for seven solid years. I appreciate all of you guys who have been rocking with the kid on this journey and we are still evolving, baby. It is all because of you, most definitely. We are the people who have dedicated their lives to music, spirituality, business, literature, education, news, art, films, and research in every aspect. And we want to allow you an opportunity to tell your story. Man, we've had celebrities on our show from Grammy Award winning artists, nominees to actors, comedians, CEOs, technology revolutionaries, educators, visual artists, from authors to professors and vampires. Or people think they're vampires. It doesn't matter who you are or where you come from. Come on our show and chat with Dini. So check it out to book an interview or to appear on my other show, Skeptics. Email me at vradio at onlyonemediagroup.com. That's V as in Victor. Or you can email me at chatwithdini at onlyonemediagroup.com. We hope to get the stories behind these unique people and give them a chance to tell their truth to us and the universe. That's Vigilante's Radio Purpose. You know the number to dial 701-801-9813. Share that number with your buddy right now and tell them to tune in to connect with us or our guests or you can hop in the mix directly from my website onlyonemediagroup.com right from the homepage you can slap that go live button and you'll be right here live in the midst and in a chat room with all of us so feel free to shoot over some questions to ask our guests while they are here but only as time permits sometimes my guests and I talk entirely too much and as always all episodes are available for free download you can grab it from either spricker.com forward slash only one media group iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, CastBox, Player FM, YouTube, or any app from the Google Play or iTunes Store or over at our website. I've conducted over 1,000 interviews and counting. All right, all right. Again, welcome to the show. You are listening to VRL, that's Vigilantes Radio Live, right here on iHeart Radio, and I'm your host, Denny. Our interviews are designed to go beyond music, news, art, 
acting, films, technology, education, entrepreneurship, entertainment, and sometimes even a thing that we call the ego. Our interviews are designed to go behind the scenes and into the minds of these incredible human beings. You know, the ones who are out there giving it their all for me, for you, and for the world. With that, let's welcome our guest, award-winning artist, Lex Umir, to our show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to VRL. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Hey, hey. I'm excited uh, that you're here with us. So how was your Tuesday? Busy. I went and swam my laps in the pool. I usually hit about like 34 laps. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, I tried to get my laps in and then um, just went and did some marketing stuff. We have a really crazy busy day tomorrow. They have a conference this weekend for the World Health Organization uh, for the healing arts. So we're all just trying to get prepared for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could imagine. So you have a lot going on in your world. Uh, but uh, swimming, so how long have you, have swimming been a part of your routine? For a long time. I was actually a varsity swimmer in high school. My freshman year, I was on varsity. And so it's kind of just a habit I've had my whole life. Like, you know, a lot of people who like to run, because you have a runner, you get in the zone and you, you get motivated. And I'm personally, I'm not a runner. Unless you're chasing me with something, I'm not a runner. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in swimming, you know, it's 34 laps. A mile in swimming is equivalent to four miles of running. Mm. So if you go for 18 laps, you've just run two miles. And we work it up to like 17 miles so that we, we, we can do the open water swims, which is a whole nother, another arena of swimming. Yeah. Wow. Do you swim? Are you a swimmer? Or what what Uh, is your sport? I can swim. Um, I don't really have a sport nowadays. (laughs) Uh, A few jogs here and there, but uh, anytime I do go to the pool uh, or the beach, I do swim a bit. That's cool. Well, you know, there's a lot of really good, like, associations. Here we have, uh, well, there's a national group called the Master Swimmers, and they have local clubs everywhere, and they have swim meets for, you know, um, people that are not competitive that just want to, like, train to stay in shape. And so they have different, like, exercise routines and stuff that you can do um, to work out. So it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. I've always been a water baby. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. All right, so you wear a lot of hats. Um, I mean, you do a lot of things to push our communities forward. And so I definitely have to tip my hat to you for that. Um, But throughout all of your duties, all of your missions and journeys, which one of these means the most to you? This one, I think. I think doing Healing Hearts has been Mm. just a huge change and transition because, you know, like my grandparents were award-winning artists. We all are. We've always done like fun arts and been in the circuit. And, you know, I, I was groomed underneath them and, and learned the fine art circuit, which is, a, you know, a, to- a completely different business unto itself. Hmm. Uh, and they traveled around the world like four times. And you would think that all this commercial photography and fine, I've curated many exhibits. Uh, I've done a lot of shows, but you would think at some point, you know, you're like, where does that all lead to besides being in museums? right (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's got to be something else and I think that's where it's gone into the road of therapeutic art after my car accident you know I was hit head on by a drug impaired driver he totaled three cars including his own and I went through six months of rehabilitation 
and it damaged my vision a little bit. And at that point in my career, I was doing commercial photography in New York. I was one of two women that would shoot New York Fashion Week. Mm. Yeah, because you know all the photographers are men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. And women have, women have a little bit of an advantage because I don't like people in my shots. I like really clean shots. And so I'm not that the runway doesn't look nice, but I prefer to get the women whenever right before they walk out. You know, they're fully makeup, they're fresh, they're they're ready to go, they're excited. And so um, I was at that you know pivotal point in my career, and I was like, well, what what is next with this? And then I got I end up doing a showcase at the Louvre in Paris called the Exposure Awards, and was published on their book. And um, that fall, I did. Uh, the Housewives of Beverly Hills had a art show in, in Beverly Hills and uh, Bruce Lurie, who owns the Lurie Gallery in Beverly Hills, uh, hosted for us. And then I did the Houston Fun Art Fair and I was in my car accident the day before Thanksgiving. Mm. So in 2015, everything changed. And when I went through that rehabilitation, it just really brought me to a place of, okay, this is this is where you transition into like therapeutic art not just fine art but both and i couldn't work at the time so i was volunteering as a therapeutic arts teacher with a nonprofit that um would go into all the homeless shelters and i really saw the amount of trauma that children in our communities were going through you know these children are dealing with trauma that you see on the evening news and then some you know everything from home raids, parents on drug addictions, homelessness, uh, assault, like everything you could possibly think of. And I was like, wow, art is so powerful. And it doesn't just have to be like visual art, you know, theater, dance. You could have children paint it out or write poetry or make their own music or use dance and be like, show me what this looks like to you, you know, and trying to teach them that there is another way to process your trauma and your pain other than you know, joining gangs or doing drugs or dropping out of school. Yeah. All right. So also you develop some things along the lines of helping uh, people deal with traumatic events, um, PTSD as well, uh, in the form of coloring books. Um, and it's three books. So let's talk about that for a second. Uh, what was the inspiration to to help those that are dealing with um, post-pandemic or uh, traumatic events that happen in their life? The well, what was happening during the pandemic is, you know, the amount of isolation was driving up the numbers uh, for suicide among teens. Um, combined with the fact that we were seeing statistics that were saying that, you know, 60% of children were being exposed to at least two violent events a year, whether it was something they personally experienced or something they would see and witness. And after the Uvalde shootings in Texas, um, which made national news, I really sat in a project room with a bunch of people and, and they were talking about therapy and all these things that I'm thinking in my mind, you know, being at the shelter, some of these kids don't have access to a therapist. They don't have the financial resources for that. Or maybe their parents are single parents and they work two or three jobs and they're just making ends meet. And so I wanted to be able to bring art and make it more tangible and easily available um, 
to not just be in the schools, but so that teachers could work with the students, that parents could work with their children, uh, that um, they could be used in the refugee camps and the homeless shelters. Right now they're being translated into 50 languages. So the first book um, is called Magic, and it's about a black lab puppy. Do you have any pets? Uh, yes, several. Do you have dogs or cats? Uh, I used to have cats. Not in. I don't have any cats anymore. More of uh, reptiles now. <laughs> oh, you have reptiles. Oh, that'd yeah. be another book right there. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of reptile do you have? I have a snake, uh, two box turtles, um, six uh, aquatic turtles, and a few lizards. That's good. At least yeah, it's, it's a start, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's really cool, actually. I love the water. So Magic is, like, based on a rescue pet. And he, my my dad got me a black lab when I was five years old. And his name was Magic. And so I I did the first book after Magic. And so what what the first book does is it deals with, in psychology, there's levels of emotion that you go through when you get upset about something. And so the first book deals with those four levels of emotion, but it makes the story about the dog so that when the parent is going through it with their child, it's really the story about, like when you're watching Disney, you're watching someone else's story, but it triggers some of your own issues, yeah. right? And it's so that we can process them in a healthy way. And, you know, adults like to color too, so that's another piece of it. The second book is on uh, Christian the Calico Kitty, and that's a rescue cat that uh, my neighbor, kind of a funny story, my neighbor is from Egypt, and he and his wife had two cats. They had a orange cat and a black cat, and they both had white feet. And she was a professor at Rice University, and um, she ended up getting cancer and passing away. And around the time of her funeral, two more cats showed up at his door, and they end up being white, Siamese-ish looking cats. I think they're mixed with something, but we don't know what it is. And they're these beautiful, beautiful, beautiful cats. Like, they're really pretty. They've got ice blue eyes, and the boy took to my nephew. And then he took to me, because he injured his foot, and I bandaged his foot up. And so he was, like, forever loyal after that. (laughs) Anyway, um... He ended up getting remarried, and his cat, his wife bought two hairless cats. <laughs> so at that point, he has six cats, right? Yeah. And people in the neighborhood have a tendency to dump their pets. And they dump their dogs, and they dump their cats all the time. And someone dumps a little two-month-old calico kitty. And he's like, Lexi, I need you to take this cat because I cannot have another cat. I have too many women in my house too much estrogen (laughs) and that's how I ended up with my cat wow and so she became a story and the house that it's in I ended up moving into a house during the pandemic um, that was built in 1932 it'll be like almost 100 years old so the whole storyline is around this house and this cat and the concept of abandonment you know, or maybe your parents aren't who you thought they were. Kind of the the transition that we deal with our parenting models um, and the issues that come up in that. And so the second part of emotions goes around that piece. Wow. Okay. The third book is music. Okay. It's actually a music 
therapeutic art color book. It's like a sing-along song. <laughs> <laughs> so I hired a artist. Um, that book is called Tink the Tapping Chihuahua. Tapping isn't so much with your feet. It's a concept called EFT, Emotional Frequency Technique. You may have heard of it. Um, it was written by Dr. Daniel Craig, and he was working with veterans of war and uh, violent crime survivors, and he was basically trying to help them not take their lives. It was uh, mainly a suicide prevention project, in my opinion. I mean, that's just how it comes across. And he developed this technique off of acupressure points, and it works. Oh my gosh, it works. It saves people's lives all the time. Mm. And I decided, well, what if we did that and did it with children? And so uh, I wrote out the lyrics um, because it's basically reprogramming the body's energy field. Um, in science, you know, or in church, we call it the soul, but in science, we call it the hef, H-E-F, like human energy field. Mm -hmm. And it extends three feet beyond the body. And if you know anything about like chakras or yoga or any of that, it, it, there's a basically seven layers to it. And when trauma hits the energy field, it's like a rock on a windshield. All these different traumas that people experience in their life, whether it is violence in a relationship, violence, it, it could just be random, you know, going to the gas station, something happened, um, somebody beating somebody up. Athletes also experience uh, damage to their human energy field when they take direct hits, like football players or uh, different whatever competitive sports you have where they knock you down uh, those things including like mammograms or certain types of ultrasounds they reverse the body's magnetic field so all so all animals on the planet their magnetic field goes clockwise just like a clock uh, but when you get hit and you experience whether it's physical trauma or some major transition in your life it could be divorce death etc it reverses the energy field of the body. And when it does that, you'll have people that will, it almost makes you clumsy, really. You start tripping and falling, your balance is off, you can't figure out what's going on. And a lot of your clients will think, say things like, you know, I haven't really been feeling like myself lately. Mm -hmm. And in that, what, what you learn is that People that are healthy, their field looks like a golden egg. Like, it literally, we have the imaging now, thanks to Einstein and modern technology. Uh, we can see the imaging. When someone is healthy, their, their energy field, their heft looks like a golden egg. When they've had trauma, that egg fractures. And it moves. It's almost like, you know those squishy toys that the kids like to play with in their hand and they like, they're just like muscle exerciser toys for your hand? Yep. The energy field is like that. It has that almost like jelly substance to it so it can hold its shape. But when it experiences trauma, it moves based on the type of trauma. So if you take a head-on collision or a head-on injury as a football player, it can actually push the human energy field beyond its normal reach, and it discombobulates you. And so... We work with doctors and different specialists to reset the field so that you just go back on, you just go back to your normal life. It may not be a hundred percent, but you're able to function because that's the whole primary objective is that you have a decent quality of life. 
So with children, to teach them the most basic concept of it with EFT is so that they can learn how to get the trauma out of the energy field. It helps release that. And the, um, I end up hiring a musician from the Ukraine during the war and a, uh, well, actually it was a composer from the Ukraine and a musician from Argentina and uh, got all of the sheet music and stuff done so that it's included in the color book so that no matter where it goes, if there's someone who can read sheet music, mm-hmm. that they can play it. Oh, wow. And it teaches kids how to do the tapping. It teaches them, and and tapping works in the way that, like, you know how you have affirmations? I don't know if you do affirmations or not. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So so what you're doing is you're taking out, you're learning, you're teaching children how to take out the negative trauma from all this stuff they see going on in the world. Because they experience what their parents also go through. You may think they don't, but energetically and spiritually, they're connected to you. Right. Because we've done we've done we've done demonstrations where you have a mother and an infant and you can work on the mother and you will see the response in the infant. It's that kind of symbiotic relationship between the parents and children. So if you're going through something extremely traumatic and your wife is not, your wife still feels it and vice versa. And that core unit, when you have these babies, you're teaching young people and teens how to get the trauma out of the body to help relieve some of that. And then you're reprogramming them, teaching them how to use affirmations and, and um, positive thought processes to reprogram themselves. So in place of the trauma, they're putting in something, instead of having hopelessness, they get hope. Yeah. And that's wow. really the goal is to save lives. Wow. I love that. Through a little chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, you have a an event coming up in October. It's the uh, fifth annual music festivals. Uh, Ladies who rock for a cause. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, I think that's with, uh, that's a bunch of 80s, like, stars, isn't it? Um, Including Taylor Dane, I think. Mm. I met her back in December uh, through the mayors. Uh, He had a Reliant Lights uh, Christmas event for the holidays, and she was the entertainer there, and I think that they're doing uh, their charity event to raise funds. Oh, nice, nice. All right, so I've been asking this question to all of our guests here uh, for season nine, and that question is very simple. Why do you think that you are here on this earth? That's a deep question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think just based on, like, my life experiences... I have, you know, I'm, I'm the oldest of five girls and I have some really beautiful sisters. And I think that based on many of the things that I've seen and experienced, that I am here to help people heal their trauma by using the creative process and through art, you know, because it's so powerful. Um, and it's, 
I think it's something that can really help save communities, you know, because you're turning away from the dark things and you're going to the light. You know, rather than becoming destructive, you're deciding to create. And it's changing the focus, to shift the focus. And to help as many people as I possibly can. Yeah. What about you? What was your, like, epiphany? <laughs> um... You know, the thing that you run away from the most, and then one day you just stop running, like, okay, I'm going to dip my toe in, and whatever happens, happens, and I'm just going to follow this calling, and, you know, quit being reluctant to follow destiny and purpose, and, you know, start to live that way, and be useful, um, so these are, you know, recent thoughts as well, even though, I've always been on a constant path to elevation. Um, I always think that you you can always go higher and you can always learn more. You can always serve, you know, in other capacities. So it's just exploring the serving part, going places where a lot of people don't want to go and just showing up. Yeah, and it does lead you on a journey. Like when you, I think when you become involved like in charity projects or art projects or you go into the homeless shelters you really see the need to break the generational and historical cycles of abuse whether it's physical sexual verbal mental or financial abuse like poverty extreme poverty especially is abusive you know people don't thrive in those states and the the beauty of art is that it it helps people heal their lives it makes the difference you know and and i think that a part of it is just as a creative collective, you know, can we protect the mental health and innocence of children and teens through the art that we create? Absolutely. You know, is there... Go ahead. No, you, you go ahead. No, I just wonder, you know, sometimes, because as artists, you know, we have this free reign to create whatever we want, right? Mm-hmm. But I often wonder, can we create two versions? Can we create, like, the PG version that's, like, Disney and then create the adult version so that way we can help protect their mental health because there's just so much i feel like you know we grew up in an era where yeah there are a lot of issues coming in but we didn't have a pandemic yeah yeah (laughs) you know we didn't and and i think collectively as a creative community we can come together and make a difference you know all of our mediums are so powerful yeah and they bring joy to the heart absolutely I totally agree with you um, and and I believe more people are waking up um, to the huge gap that's in our communities and, and, and helping the people who need who really need help I'm from Mississippi and right now there's a few crises going on with the water and a few things like that and we have people who are in high profile that well, I don't really want to get into that, but we have, you know, a lot of things going on in our state and people are really stepping up to the plate to help the people who've been done wrong in this event. So um, hopefully this is a total shift of consciousness, you know, for everybody who always wanted to step in but didn't know where to start or who to connect with to get things, you know, started. 
Right. And I think the challenges too is, you know, I'm in, I'm in Texas and we have hurricanes, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing, we have them every year, you know, and there are times when we get no water, but every two years we will get a catastrophic flood, right? And you learn very quickly that the government isn't always going to be there to take care of you. And as much stuff, you know, society is very materialistic. It's very driven to acquire things. But when you're in the South and you learn about hurricanes and you see it, the only thing that matters are the people and things that you can fit in your car or your RV. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like those are the most valuable things. But the truth is, is that as a community, we have to work together. Yes. We have to work together to create solutions. Absolutely. And that's where the power is is it's in creating solutions because I, I, and I've been following the news for Jackson too and seeing what's going on. I'm like, why is there a water issue? And we have so much technology. Yeah. When we have athletes who make millions and millions and millions of dollars, why is there, why is that? Hello? (laughs) You know, (laughs) and, and maybe it's just me because of the, the different people that I meet in the communities that I'm in. But I joke because, you know, a lot of the athletes, they end up bankrupt. You know, they blow through all their money at the end of their life, right? And I had, I had this discussion with some politicians. And, of course, they think you're crazy when you come up with these wild ideas. And I said, you know, would it be possible for, like, if they get, like, a, two, a $50 million contract, a $5 million, whatever that is, to take 10% of it, and put it back into maybe the athletic pro, whatever their thing is, like if they're an athlete or a musician, whoever made, whoever made it right out of that community. Is it possible to take that little percentage of money and put part of it in an investment fund where you could use the interest to fund the schools that that person went to? Maybe their athletic programs, maybe create some grants and some scholarships, um, create some key infrastructure, maybe that they need new schools, you know? Because there has to be a better solution than what it is. Mm-hmm. Totally. All right, all right. So, where can our listeners connect with you, Lex, on uh, the internet, or where can they learn more about the books? Uh, where can they get copies, and where can they follow your work online? The best way is to get on Linktree. It's L I N K. TR.ee backslash Lex Lumiere, L E X L U M I E R E. And all of my social media is connected to that. So it's one very simple. You just click on it and everything is right there. All right, all right. And guys, just in case you didn't get the links, maybe you're driving or cooking or doing whatever with your thumbs and fingers, no worries. I have you covered. I have I will have that link in the description and in the show notes of this episode. So all you will have to do is click the link and uh, make sure you connect with Lex. All right. Well, I appreciate you so much, Lex, for being our uh, special guest tonight. It was truly an, an honor having you here and hearing you share your passion with us. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great evening. You too. Take care. Thank you, my Vigilantes family, as always, for checking out my podcast over here at Vigilantes Radio Live. All episodes are available for free download, and you can grab it from either Spricker.com forward slash only one media group, Spotify, CastBox, iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, the app, 
Podcast Attic or over at our website, which again is onlyonemediagroup.com. And that goes for every single show that we've ever aired. If you like to request music or send something for me to play, email it to vradio at onlyonemediagroup.com. That is V as in Victor. And here's my disclaimer. We are genre free. We do not judge and we absolutely do not base our opinions on hearsay, but facts alone. And actually scratch all of that because all of my opinions are always right. That's the bottom line. This is my show, so deal with it. <laughs> Just kidding. On behalf of myself, Denny, I appreciate all you guys for tuning in either afterwards or live with us spread the word because sharing is caring we stepped up our game just for you guys and our guests to make sure that you have the best experience here on our show be sure to connect with me on facebook twitter instagram tumblr snapchat tiktok at all social media sites as well as spreaker youtube we always follow back okay well just remember to put yourself into everything that you do and never stop investing in yourself peace love grilled cheese and talk with you later You are now listening to Vigilantes Radio, the people's choice for quality interviews, art, music, and hot topics. Hosted by Demetrius Houdini Black Reynolds, of the duo No Longer The Hero. All episodes of this podcast are available for free download at www.onlyonemediagroup.com. This is a 7th Sign Regime Rebirth Worldwide Syndicate Exclusive. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.